You know what, Jamie? Let's pop off right now. We gotta get started. <laughs> we gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get the people in the chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hit and Hustle from our sportsdaily.com i am your host greg flamong and uh, we've got a nice show for you today sean crawford former notre dame defensive back is going to be on the show and he's going to be talking to us about uh big game prep how he preps for big games uh the best way that he thinks is for notre dame to prep for a big game uh what gets him in the right space for uh, a game like this coming into ohio state with them coming into uh, notre dame stadium and obviously a very big game this weekend so wanted to chat with him about that get his thoughts on the game and um, other things that might come up in conversation. So really happy to have him on. But first, I want to talk to everyone about a couple of our sponsors, the first of which is ESQ Clothing. And if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe, ESQ has created the world's first bamboo dress shirt, crafted from high-quality bamboo fabric. It's the softest and most comfortable shirt you'll ever put on. It's not only more sustainable than cotton, but also feels cooler, has stretch, it is odor and wrinkle resistant, and it's even machine washable. You've seen ESQ's one-piece collar bamboo dress shirt, and it's the perfect shirt for today's business meeting or heading for a night out. Use ISD15 and get 15% off all online items. Uh, that's ISD15 and get 15% off all online items and our other sponsor for today i'm very proud to have vsr media founded by notre dame football pregame host and emmy award-winning anchor vahid vsr media provides professional and cinematic video and photo whether you're looking for a collegiate or pro level highlight reel have a personal story to tell or are aiming to diversify diversify and grow your business vsr media specializes in short and long form video storytelling social media management and website design vsr media also captures professional headshots senior and sports photos contact them at vsrmediacompany.com and mention iris sports daily to receive 20 percent off your first project visit them online or give them a call at 574-800-9106 all right everyone let's get to the conversation all right everyone we're here with sean crawford former notre dame defensive back sean thanks for being on the show uh, Greg, thanks for having me. Excited to Absol- be here. Absolutely. We, we, I re- greatly enjoyed the first time you were here, and uh, so we're happy to have you on again for this uh, for the big game, obviously, that's coming up this weekend. And I really wanted to talk to you specifically because you've been in a number of big games uh, at Notre Dame, and I wanted to kind of get inside of the process of what it is like for the players to um, kind of prep for a big game like this and, and when that all starts. So my first question is for to you is when does – when does the the feeling start to change leading up to a big game? Like when, when does that shift into your mind? It's like, okay, we have a big game coming up. We need to get locked in. What, when does that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, to, 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 to be honest with you, I'm sure with this group um, and like in the past, I'm sure it started in the off season. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you take a look at our schedule, you know, uh, uh, earlier into the season, I'm sure a lot of motivation throughout the off season that, you know, the strength staff, the coaches, everyone in the building used, you know, to motivate the guys was this game. You know, obviously it was going to be a fun experience going over to Ireland and then you have Tennessee State and then you have NC State and then, uh, you know, Central Michigan. But now th- this is the game. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you have those hard workouts in the off season and, you know, th- those those morning workouts when they're bright and early or even cold outside and you got to run the stadium stairs. I'm sure this was the motivation, you know, beat Ohio State. Uh, get revenge on Ohio State, maybe, you know, so to speak. But, 
you know, so I, I think they've been thinking about this game for, you know, a, a year now. Um, and especially in an mm-hmm. offseason, um, in the spring ball, things like that, and then especially summer workouts. But, you know, now that the game is finally here, I'm sure as as, so, as soon as the clock hit double zero uh, this past Saturday, I'm sure they were already thinking about it. I'm sure the coaches in the locker room were like, you know, it's enjoy this win. You got 24 hours, but you, we all know what's, you know, what, what's what's at hand um next weekend and especially the game being at home you know the the students on campus the the fans coming in town they're not going to let you um ignore the noise or ignore what's going to come this weekend and so i'm sure you know you you go in sunday you you get recovery you eat you know victory meal Mm -hmm. and things like that but i'm sure when they got back the guy back to work on monday it was it it was it was tension in the air for sure I'm sure they, they saw everything lining up. I'm sure uh, ESPN was, you know, on campus, probably on campus already, you know. So it's as as far as yeah. everything on the outside the building, it's hard to ignore. Like every, you know, teachers, students, friends, family. I, I even had to text a couple friends to 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 get them <laughs> pumped up. So I'm already knowing like from the outside, it, it started early. It started probably Monday, Tuesday for them. But you know, inside the building, I, I I think they take it as another week. You know, um, obviously for for the veteran guys um, who who played against Ohio State last year, I think they're they they know what to expect. They know they know mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere that they're walking into. But for the young guys, it's 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 one of those things where this is why you came to Notre Dame. This is especially for the freshmen and recruiting pitches and things like that. You know, on your recruiting visits, this is this is why you came to Notre Dame. This is what this is the game you came to to play in. What was your um, process like in the 2017 Georgia game? Because a lot of people are thinking about that um, and that you were coming off an injury in that one. Um, And obviously, I think the Texas game for you in 2016 was probably a big deal um, because it was your first start and everything. But I I think 2017 Georgia, where it's like you did have the the Temple game before that and and then Georgia comes in. I imagine that as you as you watch film, of that Georgia team, even then, like it has to look a lot different, right? Like are the players, are the players discussing amongst themselves? Like, man, like this is a real team or like, how, how does that, what does that look like when you first start to watch film on a team with like the athletes that, that Ohio state and Georgia have um, in these games? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, For that Georgia game, it it, it might've been a little different. Um, Mm -hmm. The year before we didn't play Georgia, and right. um, obviously, we didn't know that Georgia would later that year end up playing in the the national championship game as well. Mm-hmm. But um, that Georgia team was, you know, very talented. They had two great running backs, uh, Chubb and Sonny Michelle. They had mm-hmm. some, you know, talent on the outside. A lot of guys who play on Sunday, and as, as um, and talent all over the defense as well. And so going into that game, I, I thought we had a great game plan. And uh, when when you go to Notre Dame and you're surrounded by the talent and the 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 guy the the culture and the and the coaches that that we have at Notre Dame it was it's 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 never like oh we don't stand a chance or these guys may big mm-hmm. be bigger and faster is you know they may have that one or two guys like I mentioned like a Sony Michelle or Nick Chubb where it's just like all right like when he gets the ball like we know we're gonna have to bring it like he's not a Temple running back he's not any other running back that we might see so we know that like okay this player is a little different we're gonna have to bring it for a player like him but 
you know, when, when you when you've gone to the battles, you know, like I mentioned earlier and through the hard days of spring ball, summer workouts yeah. and then getting a feel for your teammates early in early on into the season with a couple games under your belt, you start to feel confident. And I say it's different because uh, when we played Georgia, we didn't play Georgia the year before. These guys have played Ohio State. They played them at a at a, at a harder um, atmosphere. They played them at Ohio State. And I think they played a better team. Um, I would I would argue that C.J. Stroud is is better than uh, Cal McCord right now. And so therefore, I would say they played a, a better team. And so I think that coming into this game, they already know what they're about. We have a lot mm-hmm. of guys who played in that game last year and we have a lot of guys who haven't played in that game last year who have already made a big impact. And so I think just having that experience already is going to give us a leg up and being at home. I mean. There's, there's, there's nothing like a Saturday night game, you know, in South Bend. And especially if the crowd isn't wearing, if the crowd isn't wearing all red, then, uh, and it's mostly green, then it's, 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 it should be a completely different atmosphere. The guys should feel comfortable. They should feel ready to go. And so that, that, that would be the, the only difference. I mean, you look at a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. And mm. I'm sure coach Mickens and coach O'Leary are, are talking to their guys like, Hey, like, if, in order for us to, you know, win this game and to give our offense a chance to get on the field and things like that, we got to win against uh, number 18, number two guys on the outside. We got to be able to, and if they're going to make catches and if they do make catches, yeah. we got to tackle them as soon as they make catches. I know uh, uh, Mbuka last year caught a curl and took it for a touchdown, I believe, um, last year in Ohio State game. So mm-hmm. things like that, it's like, okay, they're going to catch the ball. We know they're going to catch the ball there potential first round receivers we just got to make sure we get them on the ground when they tackle the ball and so um that that's i mean that's the only thing if you're if you're looking at it at a skill point but i think our our talent um it compare compares very well you know uh very similar to theirs and so I, like i said I'm, I'm excited to see this game what is your um what is your idea for like the best way for the coaches to handle it in terms of managing the players uh energy and they're um, just, I, I don't know, like their nerves or their, like, like cause, you know, you, you can, you can, you can put a lot on the game or you can kind of de-emphasize the game just to keep, not to get them too up, you know, ahead of time. Um, and just like you stress the importance, but also like it is one game out of 12. Like, do you think it's, it's, it's okay to push the button and say like, this game matters more than other games or like, how do you think is, is better for the coaches to, uh, to approach it like in in your opinion because obviously you know you've 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 played it like so the 2017 game you guys came out and played fantastic right the 2019 georgia game is another example where you guys came out and played really well um and then there's been other times in big games where it didn't go as well right and like right off the jump so what do you think is the correct balance for the coaching staff to play in this situation i think it is important to emphasize that that it is a big game that yeah but also emphasize that, you know, there will be mistakes. You will, I'm sure you're running out of the tunnel. You will be nervous because because yeah. that's football. You know, like I said, a, a, a lot of these guys, um, a lot of guys that are making, you know, contributions this year are some transfers and some mm-hmm. young guys who haven't played and maybe in this atmosphere yet. And so there will be some nerves. There will be some mistakes for sure. And so I, 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 I take it as like you really treat it at, I want you to treat it as what, um, this game is, you know, it, it is a big game. It is an ESPN college game day game. 
And I want, you know, the players to understand the magnitude of the game, but that doesn't mean change your preparation, change, mm-hmm. you know, what you do, change how you, how you go about your, you know, your preparation throughout the week. And then on game day, it's just, the you you you're emphasizing that this is Notre Dame. This is why yeah. you came here, and like you, it could it could either you know make or break you. And and at the end of the day, I think you do let them. Like I don't think you tell them this, but I think everyone in the building knows that this isn't you know uh, win or you know win or go home type of thing. Where as college football, yeah. we have bigger games later on in the year. Like we have USC, and we have some other games where you know a one loss team or a one loss you know team won't necessarily knock them out of playoffs obviously we want to go undefeated but I think that is you know something that you can kind of think about where it's just like I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go make plays I'm gonna go ball I'm gonna go have fun because this isn't the end of the you know end of the season and so mm-hmm. I think I think for a coach I, I would just tell him like let it all hang loose we got nothing to lose we're at home we're in front of our home crowd this team beat us last year we know what they're about and we know the guys that they have, the talent that they have, but we also know that the talent that we have in our room as well. And 10 times out of 10, I'm sure the coaches will pick our pick our guys any time of the week. And so I think like I like I, I was telling you a little bit before, but I, I think this is an opportunity for us to go out there and dominate. I think we have uh, at the pivotal positions, I think we're better. Um, and I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't have said that last year. And mm. so now I just I think. The, the kids believe that the coaches believe that. And now you just got to go out there and show it on Saturday. All right. So let's talk about that. Then you, you, you say Notre Dame should, um, should be able to go out and dominate. Obviously that's, that's, I don't, I don't want to say bold talk. I mean, it, it's, it's, you're playing Ohio state, right. And Notre Dame hasn't historically, like you, you were on the 2015 team, you were injured with your ACL you were on that team in the Fiesta bowl. Um, and there were a lot of injuries for Notre Dame, you know, going in. And I think it's a little bit different when it's like a end of season bowl game type thing. And when it's like a, a late September game as well. Um, but obviously you guys, you guys lost that game and Notre Dame hasn't beaten uh, Ohio state in recent history, right? Like lost in 95, 96, um, all by double digits, right? Like every loss to Ohio state that Notre Dame has had um, in, again, recent history has been by double digits. Why do you feel like this team is set up to to beat Ohio State and to use your word dominate them? Yeah, I mean, I I think at this point a, a lot of people may look at the the brand and the name mm-hmm. um, of Ohio State right now, and I don't think you know. Obviously, in the past, I think they've had the the talent and the personnel to where it's just like okay, like this is a scary team, Re- regardless of the brand, regardless of you know the name being Ohio State. And I don't want that to um, distract, you know, our, our, our team, our fan yeah. base at all, because I mean, and it can, you know, sometimes like if, if you, if us, you look at the USF Alabama game, I mean, if you go in and, and you play that game and it's, Oh, we're playing Alabama, but you're not like, if you're playing, you know, the Calvin Ridley, the Bryce Young or Eddie Lacy or Mark Ringham, Eddie Lacy or Al- Alabama, if you're thinking about that, when you're preparing, when you're preparing, you're going to go into the game scary. You're going to go into the game timid, thinking that you can't dominate. Well, U.S. This is this is a different, you know, Alabama team. This isn't the same personnel. Mm-hmm. And I, I I say that to compare it to Ohio State. If you go in thinking about, oh, we're playing C.J. Stroud or we're playing a Zeke Elliott or a Joey Bosa, something like that, where you're gonna you're gonna you're not you're not gonna go into the game as confidence. But I don't. I personally don't believe like this is that caliber of a team. I think we have the better quarterback. 
Um, I think I, I love uh, estimate. I love the 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 depth that we have at running back. I like their mm-hmm. running backs as well. And um, obviously, you know, they have Marvin at receiver and they have some top guys at receiver. But I love our DBs. I love the depth and the, the physicality and the energy that our DBs are playing with. And so I think when you look at that and you look at you, you compare it to the 2015, that 2015 team was a team that just came off the national championship. Um, mm-hmm. who returned a lot of those starters from that national championship. And honestly, if it wasn't maybe for coaching and, you know, not running the ball in, in a storm against Michigan State, I think that it was a low-scoring game. But yeah. uh, that team goes back to the national championship and probably wins the national championship. That team was unreal comparing mm-hmm. to where we were uh, with the injuries and, you know, things like that at Notre Dame. But that year. So I, I think if we if we go out there and play the personnel – um, I like us to dominate. And, and that's why and that's why I say that, just because I don't want us to look at the brand name. I don't want us to look at the, the the uniforms and things like that and get distracted. I think if we go out there and play who we're playing on the field, I think we have a, a great edge and I think we'll be able to to control the game running the ball. Um, I, I know our I know uh, Golden will have something, you know, prepared. Well, I thought he mm-hmm. prepared the team very well. Last year, you know, there were there were some yeah. plays where, like I mentioned, the, the curl that got loose for a touchdown, the post and cover zero in the blitz, you know, yeah. just little things like that, that got us that that could change the momentum of a game where I thought we played great with love Tyler, you know, Buckner. But I think now Sam is a better player. And I think everyone would agree where it's like I love our chances, you know, what what we have this year. Yeah, one one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest matchups in the game, obviously, is uh, Ohio State's wide receivers against Notre Dame defensive backs. And I would say this year Notre Dame has a good has a good uh, roster back there to to counteract what is usually like a huge advantage for Ohio State in pretty much every game that they play. Um, Marvin Harrison is a is a in my opinion great great player. Uh, if he was if he was like if allowed to go to the NFL, like he would be a starting NFL wide receiver for someone right now. Um, sure. So there's, there's that. Um, but I do want to ask you about Notre Dame's defensive backs because, you know, you're a former DB. I've been very impressed with their organization in the back. You know, they, they, the way that they play, they play a lot of coverages where, you know, they're passing each other off or they're, they're passing receivers off to um, each other. They're they're splitting robbers. They're they're switching robbers. They're 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 really confusing the defense. But that can also be confusing for a defensive backfield. And I feel like they've done very well back there. They've been very, um, you know, to use the term, organized. They're not turning guys loose. Um, what have you seen from those guys in the back, and how you feel like that, you know, can kind of mitigate the advantage that Ohio State has at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, I, I love the energy that they're playing with. Um, yeah. and they're, they're attacking the ball, which, you know, is I'm sure every defense, you know, every defensive coach, every defensive back, we are, we are, they always preach, you know, attack the ball, get your hands on the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think they've done a great job, you know, from, you know, starters to backups. Like I think everyone has been able to, you know, get their hands on a ball. And, and then when they do create and, and you know, and make plays, I saw Clarence Lewis, uh, pull out some some nice juke moves and, and get to the end zone. Obviously, Benjamin yeah. Morrison high pointing the ball against NC State. Uh, Xavier is doing great. You know, um, we have we have some transfers back there that, that's that's making plays. DJ Brown, I know he he might have missed a little bit, but I love what you know when they replaced him. How you know organized they still look. How on beat they still look. So mm-hmm. I, I love the depth back there that we have. 
And you talk about, you know, Cam Hart, who's a who's a veteran guy who's going to probably, you know, take on a lot of, you know, Marvin Harrison along with Ben Morrison. Like we Ben still young, but I think Ben has played a lot of football and he's very confident. He's athletic um, and he's confident in his his talent and technique where I, I, I believe that our guys are up for the challenge. I'm sure you mm-hmm. I'm sure since the offseason they've they've heard that. Ohio State has Marvin Harrison. They have Mbuka. They have the number one receiving core, you know, in, in the entire country. And so I'm sure this entire week, I'm sure when we when we played Alabama, all we heard was, you know, Devon, uh, about Devontae Smith. Now, we didn't handle Devontae Smith very well, but mm. uh, I don't think, you know, obviously I think this is a different team, uh, you know, uh, than, than we had and also that we played. But I think that they're up for the challenge. I think they've heard all the noise throughout, you know, throughout the offseason, obviously throughout the season as well. And I think they're 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 going to be ready to peak. I think we've 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 been tested um, against you know some some solid receivers this year. Um, and so I've I've seen some of the co- the coverages that Ohio State has gotten open in. You look at you know Youngstown State, um, Indiana, like Indiana played played them pretty well. They were they were mm-hmm. locked they they were locked in. They were locked up. Where it's like a game like Youngstown State, uh, Western Kentucky, it just seems like those defensive backs were just you know, out of running around and uh, pretty kind of lost on defense, and that's where they got yeah. open. That's where they got their long yardage and got their touchdowns. So I think I think if if we play sound, you know, get pressure on the quarterback. I, I I love us against those receivers. Like, and obviously, if you put them in man the entire game, it's going to be a hard day. It's going to be a hard day for anyone who's who's playing man against Marvin Harrison. Um, like you mentioned, he's could start in NFL right now. And so I, I do trust Golden. I trust Mickens, O'Leary to to change up some coverages, to to throw different things at him. I saw Ben come on a corner blitz la, uh, yeah, last yeah. week. So just throwing different things at him will just, you know, mix mix things up a little bit for sure. And uh, I do want to mention Thomas Harper in the slot, number 13. He's been doing really well on the nickel. Um, probably best nickel at Notre Dame since you. Uh, which is which is good. I felt like, you know, Sean Crawford was like the only real nickel Notre Dame had for like for. It's a good thing you are around so long because they they never really replaced you. Uh, and he's I feel like he's a really good fit in that position. He's going to have a key role um, in this game. And I, I I wanted to talk to you. So you're from Lakewood, Ohio, okay? And you're um, obviously very familiar with Ohio State actually committed mm-hmm. to Michigan at one point. So you're like, uh, there's, there's a lot going on for you in terms of, uh, you know, not choosing Ohio state, I guess. And, um, what, what would this mean? I'm, I'm curious what this game, cause I feel like this game would mean so much for just the program itself. I feel like Notre Dame kind of, it, they have an opportunity here. Marcus Freeman's picked up some big commitments just this week, uh, from quarterback and, and an offensive mm-hmm. lineman. And I feel like Notre Dame really wants to kind of take over that Midwest again. How big would it be for Notre Dame to come out on top against Ohio State in this matchup? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, I think you talked about it a little bit like recruiting is will be huge. And you yeah. talk about Freeman being an Ohio guy um, and Mickens also being an Ohio guy. I think when you go speaking of, you know, speaking specifically to Ohio, I think when you go into a kid's, you know, living room in Ohio and, and you can say, we beat Ohio State. We beat the team down the street. Um, I think that that holds a lot of weight. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think this that 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 moves the program to a you know a different level, a, a new level. Because you, you talk about a, a, especially kids nowadays, like 
when when you when you watch football, like all I kind of when I was coming out of high school, all I thought of like all I knew of Notre Dame a little bit was the Brady Quinn era, the mm. Bush push, yeah. uh Manti Teo and them, you know, losing to Alabama and things like that, where that's kind of what I grew up on Notre Dame as where these kids that are in high school now, they're going to remember a freshman or a freshman and sophomore in high school or junior in high school. They're going to remember this. They're going to, re- this, this is going to be the, this is going to be the last memory that they have of Ohio state, Notre Dame. A lot of those kids probably didn't watch the 2015 uh, Ohio state, Notre Dame matchup. And yeah. definitely didn't watch the 1996 matchup. And so uh, this, this will leave, you know, a, a huge, you know, uh, imprint in their, in their minds when, when they're thinking about recruiting, when they're thinking about going on visits and things like that. And so uh, it's, it's going to be huge because now you, you you take this and you can say, oh, well, I, I know there's a lot of talk about Ohio State joining the Big Ten and things like that where, okay. You mean Notre Dame in, joining the Big Ten? Yeah, yeah, Notre Dame yeah. joining the Big Ten, sorry. Yeah. No, and no, no. you go you go in and say, oh, well, we beat, you know, the, the, the quote-unquote best team, one of the best teams in the Big Ten. It's like we don't need to be in a conference and things like that. And so I, I think it holds a lot of weight, you know, especially for recruited, but and also, you know, bragging rights in, in the Midwest, because um, there's a, a bunch of Ohio State fans, obviously Michigan fans, just Big Ten fans that are, you know, hating on Notre Dame for not being in a conference. But I always like to say, like, when we went into the ACC, we went in there and dominated it for a year. We didn't, unfortunately, we didn't win the ACC, but it's just like we went in that conference. We went we went in there and just dominated it and took over and made the ACC championship our one and only year in it. And so I think this is just an opportunity to to prove that you know to the to the Big Ten fans, to the Ohio State fans that we are dominant. We you know are we we can control you know who we play and we and we control that by playing the best. And so uh, that was one of the reasons why I even chose to go to Notre Dame because I, I knew that I was going to play the best teams on the West Coast. I was going to play, you know, some of the best teams on the East Coast. And then we're we're going to luckily end up playing like a Michigan one year, a Texas mm-hmm. one year. And so this is something that, you know, holds a lot of weight for recruits. And when you can come out and win those games and you got kids who are already committed to Notre Dame, this is a, I think that's one of the biggest things where it's like you can go back to school the next the next Monday and be like, uh, oh, yeah, Ohio, uh, Notre Dame took care of Ohio State, uh, things like that. I think, you know, for a kid, that 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 holds a ton of weight. Does this Notre Dame team feel different to you? I think so. Just be- and, and I want to say just because the quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. it, the, the energy around the games and the team, I think when we go into the game, we expect to – put on a show we expect to Mm. see a show from a fan and i think as as players as well when you have a quarterback that you believe and that you can trust in i think the defense plays a lot more free there's you're not so uptight where oh we got to keep them out of the end zone if they score you know we may not be able to you know get in the end zone we may not be able to master points um and you can see the energy as well on the offensive side of the ball like Every receiver is touching a ball. Uh, every running back is touching a ball. And it's just like when you go into the game, knowing that there's just opportunity, tons of opportunity out there. And I'm I'm saying this, I'm putting a lot of pressure on Sam, but I think he's played a lot of football. I think he's handled it very well that uh, I think he understands like the, the magnitude of this game and how much he means to this team. Because mm-hmm. like I said, like when you watch it as a fan, you know that uh, we're expect we're 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 expecting to see a show, 
And so going out there, like if we give up, you know, an early touchdown or things like that, like last week's game, the, the offense kind of drove their their offense kind of drove on our defense a little bit. It it wasn't like, oh boy, like you know, this this is tough. But it was just like, okay, like we'll we'll get it going. Like once we see Sam start to roll out there, start to complete passes, Audrick, you know, gets the ball in his hands, makes some big plays. I think we everyone in the in the stadium, but everyone on the team just feeds off that energy that he brings. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a really good point you just made about how the quarterback can affect the defense as well. Because I think in last year's game, you know, the defense was playing great and they gave up the play to to lose the lead. It's 14 to 10. And I mean, it's a one score game, right? Like that's generally no big deal. But I think for a defense where you if you don't have that confidence in your quarterback and your offense, then it's deflating, you know, and then the offense doesn't go pay it off. And then you have to go stop them again. And we saw Ohio State move the ball on Notre Dame late on the ground. And I think a little bit what happens is there's that deflating factor of just like we blew it. Like we had the lead and we weren't able to keep it. And now it's like we're never going to get it back. It doesn't matter kind of what we do, especially on the run game. And I think just the knowledge that, like you said, like there's confidence that the quarterback can come in and uh, and and move the ball, and you're gonna move the ball. It helps the defense uh, so so much in that instance. Um, so you said you said uh, or you told me beforehand uh, you'll be at the game. Um, hopefully there won't be a uh, hopefully there won't be a, a red out or whatever that mm-hmm. is for the Ohio State fans. It does feel different to me this year. Just anecdotally, I don't have like a lot of people want tickets and just asking me like do you you know of tickets that i can get like do you and like no one asked me like that that's usually not a thing uh have you sensed that have you sensed like a different vibe like that from the notre dame fan base uh i mean yeah just from just from social media i mean it, yeah. it's it seems it seems like that you know the the fan base is, is really bought in um they're they're really excited to to see this game Obviously, it's it's a big matchup that hasn't you know been played at Notre Dame um, in a very long time. So I think everyone, every Notre Dame fan, is excited to to get out there and to see this matchup. I know uh, a lot of people from my class in general, just not not playing football, but just in class uh, from my students, they're all coming back. Like everyone, everyone's coming back to, in town for this game, and so um i'm excited i'm excited to see what the crowd looks like i but to be honest even when you know georgia came to town i didn't expect you know the the crowd to look how it did uh even then and so uh can't really you know speak i guess we won't really know until we Mm -hmm. see it um but no i i think at the end of the day i think the, the 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 fans and you know the community is very behind the team this year i think they traveled very very well to ireland so I'm just excited to see, you know, what what was what the stadium will look like this weekend in South Bend. All right, before I let you go, you want to give a game prediction? Oh, I do. I do think it'll be a. a I think there will be points scored for sure. So I'm thinking like, uh, maybe like thirty-eight to. Let's go like thirty-eight, uh, thirty-one maybe. I think it'll be 30, close. 31. Yeah, okay. I think it'll be close, but I think obviously Notre Dame will, will win. But um, just I, I think it'll take. You know, I don't think each. I don't think either defense is. You know, honestly, like stout. 
So, mm. but I do, I do think, you know, Notre Dame um, could give up some, you know, early points. Mm. And then I do think Sam will obviously, you know, be clicking with his, with his guys. Audrey mm. will play great. Um, so I do think it'll be a little high scoring, but obviously I think, you know, I think we'll win at the end of the day. We'll take 38-31. We'll, we'll definitely take that outcome. Well, thanks, Sean. I know you're real busy today. you got a lot going on. You're going to be heading out to South Bend uh, this weekend. So um, thanks for coming on. Uh, always love having you on. You share really good insights. And, um, you know, hope, hopefully have a great time. Hope everyone's happy on Saturday. Yeah, no, Greg. Thanks for having me. For sure.